Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. It's your boy Ramiz, and I'm joined here, as usual, with Kenny. Uh, of course, we're dealing with a smaller slate. We're going to be talking about December 22nd slate, of course, six games, which might be the smallest. I mean, it is getting a bit small ever since the in-season tournament, but uh, I think we're finally catching a break. Kenny, how 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 are you feeling about this slate? Ah, man. Um... You know, I, I usually don't see uh, NBA slate the same size as a EuroLeague slate because both is going to have six games on the slate tomorrow. Um, but just like the EuroLeague slate, this NBA slate have a couple interesting matchups and um, two matchups that I, I, I might just stay away from. I, I wonder if we have the same type of read on this one. I feel you, but let me go over the bet three six five over and unders real quick. So I we might be mentioning the games that we're talking about. Uh, but for starting off, my Raptors going against the Sixers in Philly over under predicted around two twenty eight point five. Philly to win by eight. Uh, that is one of the lowest I think matched with Mavericks in Houston because of course if you guys don't know, uh, of course with the injuries they're already dealing, Luka Doncic is also staying at that match. So I don't think that's a match that might be the match you're talking about staying away from. Uh, Atlanta, Miami, we don't have yet, but that might be an interesting matchup because Jimmy Butler is out once again. Uh, and the highest scoring ones we're looking at here is Wizards, Warriors. Of course, Jordan Poole returns to Chase Center, I believe now. Uh, of course, there is no dream on, so uh, maybe that makes it a less of an audience. Uh, but we do have another high scoring match, which is predicted, of course, by Bet365. Uh, Phoenix Suns versus Kings over around 245. And I think I forgot to mention Wizards Warriors is 248 predicted round. And uh, in terms of injuries, I've already mentioned a few. Of course, Luca is out. Uh, Irving continues to be out. Jimmy Butler is out. Nurkic is out too now. Uh, I believe that this happened recently. Uh, looks like personal reasons. Uh, ben Simmons continues to be out. Uh, Bradley Beal, of course, dealing with that injury. Pozimeski, I might be pronouncing that name wrong. He is questionable. Uh, so maybe that opens up minutes for another Warriors. Uh, Aaron Gordon, questionable. Malik Monk, questionable. Uh, of course, Draymond Green, dealing with personal reasons as well. Uh, Tar Eason is questionable, too. Derek Lively continues to be out. Jalen Johnson out. And I think those are the main injuries to deal with. Yep. That about wraps it up. So, Kenny, how about you start off at the point guard position? Uh, man, I will keep it simple. And at the point guard position, I'm going to pick... Um Mr. Curry himself for nine sets. I really don't see a better spot for somebody who's been in a little bit of a slump but actually just, you know, showed off a little bit of what he's still capable of in a fourth quarter in overtime against Boston a couple days back. And after getting a little bit of rest and making some lineup adjustments that favor and Steph, I really do feel like he's in a nice little stand-up spot at nine sets. Going a little bit cheaper, not quite um, mid-tier, um, is 7-3, and that's actually going after Jamal Murray and gets the Brooklyn Nets. I really do feel like, um, and what was it, New York, who actually put up a bunch of three-pointers on um, Brooklyn a couple days ago. I feel like if you can get seven to eight three-pointers out of Murray and if Porter Jr. shot still ain't hitting, I really do feel like he might actually be the leading scorer for the Nuggets in this matchup. Then for my low-tier spin, low spin-up, a little bit high-tier, 
Um, for four seven, I'm gonna take a flyer on um, Jordan Goodwin against the Sacramento matchup. Very great point total, and his minutes been a uh, pretty consistent around 24 since Bill been out. And I feel like this matchup, I don't really have too much to lose. I have a potential 2025, maybe 30 point upside for four seven on a little six game slate. I'll take my chance with that in GPP or cash. How about yourself? This is some interesting pickups. I decided to go with Booker at ten thousand. Uh, I was in the same boat. I was looking at these point guards, and I think I think point guard is definitely interesting when it comes to the six game slate. You got a lot of options, uh, but I think the thing with Curry that scares me is Washington. Of course, Detroit Pistons are on that horrible losing game streak, uh, and they lost again tonight as we're speaking. Uh, but Washington it hasn't been that far off, so I'm hoping. I mean, in my head, I believe the Warriors just might destroy them to the point where Curry doesn't get that same minutes. But that's why I went for Booker because I do predict the Sacramento Phoenix game might be a bit more fast paced and might go down to the wire. Uh and of course Devin Booker, we know his responsibilities is playmaking and scoring and perhaps in this type of matchup you might get the more scoring side of Booker and at ten thousand. It is a hefty price, but at a six game state I think he's one of those players who I'm I'm going forward to maybe get around sixty plus DK fantasy points. Uh, Mid-tier-wise, I'm going with uh, probably the first Maverick of the slate, I would feel like. Uh, because, of course, Luka's out, Kyrie's out. There's a whole lot of usage up for grabs. And I think uh, Dante Exum at 5,800 is probably going to be a high-owned guy, I want to say, on these slates. And that's mainly because he is probably, first of all, he's been playing pretty solid basketball. Uh, been able to hit a three or two. Uh, and just being able to get you assists, rebounds. And Dante Exum, I feel like, will be someone who Jason Kidd probably relies on to just do that playmaking and such. And at 5,800 is a price I like to really go for. And then uh, budget-wise, uh, why stop with one Maverick when I can go for another one? And that's Jaden Hardy at 4,300. Uh, Jaden Hardy had a pretty nice scoring game against the Clippers. And, well, you're going to need him scoring again. And, of course, Jaden Hardy, uh, Jaden Hardy isn't, I want to say, a consistent score. So, of course, you could have one of those inconsistent games from him. But... In a game where I think he will get a certain amount of shots to at least be given the opportunity to have that type of night, at 4300 I think that's a really good budget price. And another price to I really like that can raise your ceiling in terms of the slit you choose. Uh, but on to shooting guards. I'm going to take the lead on this one because I do really like this pick that I got. And that's Tyler Hero at 8400 Tyler Hero is someone who I don't really go for. But with Jimmy Butler being out, uh, he's their main shot taker. I mean... I guess Bam does get a few amount of shots. Jaime Alquez Jr. has obviously been on that uproar of uh, his shots going, I mean, having some great play. But Tyler Hero coming back from injury and playing 35, uh, 33, 36 minutes, uh, that's really good. That means he's healthy. That means he's kind of getting back into form. And with no Jimmy, I think he'll be able to do that again against the Atlanta Hawks team, right? Because Atlanta doesn't really have uh, the defensive lineups that Orlando would have in terms of uh, Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs. So the he might be able to put up a similar stat line that he did against them. Because uh, you also saw he has seven assists against the Magic. So that means he has been getting some playmaking responsibilities. So you're hoping he can have this uh, in another one of those games. And hopefully this game could be a bit more closer. So he could get a lot more minutes. And uh, that'd be pretty nice for uh, Tyler Harrow. Uh, Mid-tier-wise, I'm going for another Maverick. I'm probably going to go for a record today. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. at 6100. Uh, he was someone who I predicted on... The Wednesday pod that was going to have a pretty great night against uh, the Clippers. And I think he will be given the opportunity to to have another great night against this uh, 
Houston Rockets team. And uh, of course, it is going to be a tough matchup. But if the guy was getting 21 shots with uh, with Luka on the floor, I guarantee he will probably get 25 <laughs> shots around that without Luka and Kyrie. Uh, because they're going to need some scoring, and I don't think it's going to be coming from the Grant Williams, the Derrick Jones Jr. Uh, well, at least I don't think they'll be getting the shots to do that, whereas Tim Hardaway Jr. will be probably be given the green light to shoot the ball as much time as he can. Uh, and then budget-wise, I decided to go for Julian Strother at 3700 So, of course, I was watching that Nuggets-Raptors games, and they mentioned the stat talking about the Denver Nuggets bench basically scoring a whole lot of points in their five, past five games, I want to say. And, well, Julian Strother also had a pretty decent game against uh, the Raptors. It wasn't anything special, of course, but as a budget player, if you're getting around 15 to 20 DK fantasy points, I think that's pretty solid. I think in the, uh, I want to say last week, he was able to get to 38 or 30 DK fantasy points. And at 3,700, I think he's a pretty great price to go for. Uh, as long as bench can keep that production up, I think Julian Strother will be due for another good night. Ah, uh, man. You know, those, those are some interesting pickups, but I, I, I want to throw a little bit of uh, insight on the Edson pick. Because um, his role on this Mavericks team is similar to what he was doing on Partizan last season. His usage isn't that high. Even though he is a playmaker, he's kind of more of an off-ball playmaker. Uh, typically, he will get his assists off of offensive rebound and pushing up the brakes, and I haven't really seen him do that too much um, on the Mavericks. So... I'm actually going to start with my cheapy pick, and I don't know if they're actually going to announce him as a starter, but I do feel like this is going to be a 20-minute spot for A.J. Lawson at 3K. So if you want to take a flyer on a higher usage two-guard with a huge upside, um, I would take A.J. Lawson if you really think they're just going to put all hands out on deck. Um, Going with my spend-up. I'm actually going to go um, back to the Warriors game um, for 7-2. I'm actually going to take a chance on Jordan Poole. I really do feel like if he ever had a game circled on his calendar, this would be <laughs> it. Um, he tried it out against um, Indiana a few weeks back. Uh, put up, what was it? Um, I think he put up 30 points for the first time this season against Indiana. Then uh, a couple nights ago, he was at Sacramento. He was feeling like he was um, one of the Splash Brothers again. <laughs> put up almost 10 three-pointers. Um, he did get outshined by um, Keegan when he put up about 13. But I, I really do feel like his game is coming back to him a little bit. Maybe this um, Bay Area trip will help him out, and I might be able to give myself um, – a little revenge narrative in a 40-point spot from um, Jordan Poole. Going with my mid-tier, I didn't really like anything too much in this spot. But if I had to pick a mid-tier, I would need to go with Jaden Hardy. Again, just like I was talking about A.J. Lawson, if I'm taking a flyer, on somebody in this Dallas Mavericks lineup, I'm going to get somebody who will at least give you about a 20% usage rating when they're on the floor. Uh, gets a pretty decent defensive team in the Houston Rockets despite their record. Um, outside of that, that's all I'm running in the two-guard position. What you think of those? I, just want to that. I do like the AJ Lawson. I always like those underrated uh, picks. 
so hopefully AJ Lawson can uh, win you some. I think it's a great pickup too, as if you're going for someone like a Curry or Booker to help balance up uh, salary wise. And of course, Jordan Poole, who doesn't love a revenge game? So hopefully Jordan Poole can, uh, I mean, go off. I mean, that would be really some entertaining basketball. Uh, but you're hoping his teammates can also give him some scoring. But like you said, he had eight threes on 13 attempts. Maybe Jordan Poole is finally coming back to the form that he was with uh, during that Golden State Championship run, right? Uh, but before we get into small forwards, I do want to mention the NBA Fantasy Pass that you can get for $6 per month. You get daily streams, recaps of the top lines uh, every day, and you get Discord access to the pros. I mean, this is an amazing package to win you some easy money. And if you are interested in the NFL and MLB, you can get the all-sport package, which includes all three uh, sports leagues. And, well, everything it has everything that I mentioned, and just another way to just win some easy money. All right, starting with small forwards, I decided to go with Clay at 6,900. I was uh, I was thinking about going for Poole, but of course I went with Tyler Harrell. But uh, Clay is another guy who I want to say has been, uh, I guess, want to say he's been taking uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess taking action because uh, Draymond Green has been out for I want to say three games so far, and in these three games they're on a three-game win streak. And well, Clay Thompson has been averaging around 25, 26 points. Uh, hitting around uh, 40 DK fantasy points, and I, how can I not keep on going for this hot streak? I mean, he had 41 DK fantasy points, fantasy points against Boston. I don't think uh, Warriors, I mean, pardon me, not Warriors, Wizards will be scaring him that much. So you're hoping another home performance, and well, maybe he wants to show Jordan, uh, the Warriors front office that they chose right in choosing him over Jordan Poole. So I think he might be due for another good night. Uh, I guess that's Mitchell-wise. I didn't really go to a high turn. This was, of course, I was tempted by Mikhail Bridges, but he had a stinker uh, in that past game where I did go for him on that Wednesday slate. So uh, I'm all waiting for him to hopefully get his confidence back. Uh, but mid another mid-tier pick I got, though, is DeAndre Hunter at 5,600. Uh, I think he's been returned to the lineup. Uh, he was injured for a good minute. But, of course, after being back, he has been hitting around those numbers that you kind of are hoping to see consistently uh he's been getting around 25 uh sometimes 34 uh just around that area he's been average so it hasn't been consistent completely but he has been getting some some games where he has those amount of shot attempts and perhaps against this miami team he might be given those attempts once again uh of course this is not a i want to say popular pick one of my popular picks but i think uh in the midterm section if it, it's, it is definitely worth a shot to notice his game uh kind of hitting around that area uh, and a low budget-wise, I decided to go with Marcus Morris Sr. Uh, surprisingly, I don't, I never thought I would go for Marcus Morris Sr. in DraftKings. Uh, but at 3,900, he's been getting around 20 minutes, uh, 25 minutes against Minnesota their last game, and he's been able to get, uh, you know, some games where he has like 20 DK fantasy points. Obviously, this game against Minnesota, I mentioned he got 25 minutes. He only had like nine. But at 3,900, if you can get one of those games where he's scoring. And just getting you some easy buckets. I mean, you might get one of those games where he gets you 15, 18 DK fantasy points. So I think at 3,900, I think it's a pretty nice pick to go for as long as he keeps on cracking the rotation. I don't know. Some decent picks. Um, I'm going a little bit different. Uh, my highest spend up, I, I, I can't really call it a spend up, it's just a high mid tier. That's actually <laughs> going to be at 7-7. Uh, and that's uh, Mikael Bridges against the uh, Nuggets. Not really the best matchup on paper since 
let's let's face it. Um, he's not Mikel Bridges after the KD trade this <laughs> yeah. year so far. He's still taking the same amount of field goal attempts, mm-hmm. which is why there's hope. And he's back to taking um, around seven to eight three-pointers again, so it seems like he's getting a little bit more aggressive. I want to say in the last seven games, he got to the line at least four times in about three or four of those games. So he's looking to draw fouls. He's looking to get his offense going. And that was something he was kind of lacking once um, Brooklyn got their full roster back. So if I'm playing a GPP, um, I'm really going to think about Bridges as my stand-up at the small forward position. And my mid-tier pick is slightly cheaper in the same game and also going to be more of a GPP play if I don't play um, Murray. I'm actually going to have interest in Porter. Just like I said earlier, Porter's shot just haven't really been falling. He's still taking them, just like Bridges. <laughs> so that's always a good sign. Um, because, what, last year around this time, once uh, Porter came back from injury, he lost his confidence a bit, especially in the playoffs. So he still got his confidence. He's still giving you about seven to eight three-pointer attempts. You just hope that they land. If they land... That gets you about 30 DraftKings points, possibly 30 actual points, and you always have the potential of a double-double spot going up against Brooklyn as well. Now for my cheapie. This is another one of these, huh, I don't think anybody would be um, thinking about them. GPP only. (laughs) Got into the rotation very, very slightly. Um, I want to say maybe a week or two ago. Um, they literally just picked him up. And um, that's Juan Toscano Anderson. I really think there's something that he's been getting about five minutes per game. It, it seemed kind of odd. And I do feel like this Phoenix matchup is going to be a little bit more out of hand um, than most books are thinking right now. So this is one of the games I do see blowout potential in. And I do feel like Juan Toscano Anderson might be able to get you a 12-minute spot at 3K and potentially get you 10 DraftKings points. Hey, I like it. I like it when you go bold, Kenny, because those picks are, I think the ones can probably sway you. A bit because hey, it gets you when you go for these three thousand players, it allows you to spend a bit higher on your other upper tier players, right? Uh, but power forwards, uh, <clears throat> it's funny how I said I lost confidence in Macal Bridges, and you mentioned him as well. Uh, of course, being aggressive, and I still have him here as my power forward swap because, in the terms of the spend up, I didn't really want to spend too high in power forwards. They didn't really like. I mean, there wasn't really that many options, of course, uh, besides Siakam, Kuzma, Durant. Uh, but I already went for Booker, so Durant was out of the way, and uh, so I decided to go with Macau Bridges because I like his price, and I do like uh, his ceiling, right? I mean, you mentioned it, he has been attempting a lot more threes, he has been more aggressive, and he also is one of those guys who we know who can get 40 DK fancy points, sometimes on even a, an amazing night, more than that. So you're hoping he can kind of get back to his form uh, post-KD trade, and just I mean, get you back that easy money. I mean, because at 7700 I think it's the price that we're both really comfortable with, comfortable with uh, going for. Uh, mid-tier-wise, uh, I got a couple mid-tiers. 
Uh, starting off with Keegan Murray, SEC 500. Uh, Keegan Murray played some great basketball. Of course, he did struggle against the Celtics, uh, but was still able to just do around uh, like 11 shot attempts. So, especially this game against Phoenix, I think he'll hopefully get around uh, 15 shot attempts. On I mean, like he's been able to do against Houston and Washington. Uh, I still think the Kings are pretty iffy when it comes to defense, especially when you're going against a team like the Suns. And I think as long as he and continues to play his role, gets uh, seven three-point attempts, of course, if he got 15, like he did against Utah, uh, that would be amazing. But if he continues to get seven three-point attempts and does hit his averages, I think that's exactly what you want from him. Uh, and then another mid-tier pick I went for was Jonathan Kaminga at 5,600. Uh, Kaminga, obviously I spoke about Keegan Murray struggling against the Celtics. Well, Kaminga was quite the opposite. I mean, Kaminga took that as an opportunity to just have one of his best games of the season. Uh, just, I guess, being really comfortable. I think there's a play I saw on social media where he brushed Curry and Clay to the side and let me take on Jalen Brown, and, well, he ended up dunking it. So maybe that's a, a spark for Jonathan Kaminga. I mean, he's playing the starting power forward spot, kind of playing that Draymond Green role, I want to say, and he's been getting you around 12 points, 7 rebounds, and hopefully keep up this consistent play and uh, continuously get a good amount of shots. Uh, and then my cheapy pick is another Denver Nuggets, another Denver Nugget, pardon me, and Peyton Watson. Uh, Peyton Watson at 4,200. Uh, he's probably one of my favorite picks of this slate because uh, he's been able to get you around 20 DK fantasy points in uh, terms of his last six games on average. Uh, some games he has gotten 38, some games he's gotten 28. Uh, even in this game against uh, the Raptors, who only had 18 minutes, he still got 22 DK fantasy points. Uh, so this game against Brooklyn, where he probably might be needed in terms of some wing uh, perimeter defense, uh, you're hoping he can have another type of performance like that, or even better, have a have one that he had in the last game they faced Brooklyn, and that was 39 DK fantasy points. Uh, so if that's possible, I think at 4200, that's exactly what you want from him. Uh, but what about you, Penny? What about power forwards? Uh, man, when it comes to power forwards, um, my favorite stand-up is a name I normally don't say, and that's Kuzma. Going against Golden State. If I'm not playing pool, I'm going to be playing Kuzma, either or with Curry, because one of these two players is going to be the reason this game stay close. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to three-pointer attempts, field goal attempts on the team over the month of December and last month, um, Kuzma actually been the star outside of a few areas where Tyus Jones thought he was back in Memphis and Ja wasn't playing back in uh, 2022. But typically, the offense will go through Kyle Kuzma, and he always have a sneaky potential to get you that almost triple-double line, like a 28 points, um, seven rebounds, six assists type of stat line. So it's always good to have, especially if you can get eight sits on a Sits game slate where I feel like a few players will be um, running away from um, Washington players on a back-to-back uh, going from uh, Portland to San Francisco. Going a little bit more, I guess you could say mid-tier. Um, this is morally, more solely going to be on the news if uh, Eason is in or out. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to attack Jabari Smith at seven-one. I knew I was super aggressive picking him up in my best ball leagues. Um, he did have a crazy little summer league as well, but I really do feel like he's a player who can always get you a double-double every night. He just won't take 
double digits amount of shots. I don't know if it's <laughs> Jalen Green move that Houston should try and do since him in the lineup in the second half just taking uh, potential shot attempts for other potential players hurts. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but uh, since Eason was out the other night, he was able to have a crazy little um, 50, 60 point draft key night um, due to that. And going up against a depleted Dallas team, I feel like that's something that could continue as well. Um, going cheaper as well. Um, this is going to be more so my um, non GPP pick. I, I might spend that in um, a cash game if I'm playing it. Um, just to have some little value. And that's going to be um, Vesnikov for the Kings at um, 3-7. Similar to my uh, Toscano Anderson pick, um, Vesnikov been in the lineup a little bit more, in the, in the rotation a little bit more. And I really do feel like Kessler Edwards is out the rotation, which is why Toscano Anderson been given minutes. So uh, Vesnikov gets you about... 15, 20 minutes of this game do go a little bit more against the spread than I'm thinking. And I feel like that could be a potential 20-point night since he does have a pretty decent rebounding rate. And even though he didn't really show it on the Kings, he does have the potential to get you a couple of assists and playmakers as well. Interesting picks, interesting picks. I do like how you were going for... I guess you're going for Poole or Kuzma, either having one of those insane nights. But Kuzma has had a history of sometimes getting 25 shots. You're hoping for that type of performance from Kuzma, I'm guessing. Uh, but before we head into centers, I do want to mention the DFS pass that you can get for $5 per month. Uh, this one, you get DFS delivery. You get the pickups daily, I believe, from Thrive Fantasy. And also, you get Discord access to us. So, you know, I mean, me and Kenny can, of course, we're both in a Discord. And to much more other experts you can get uh you can always talk to them and this is some another package another pass that you can win some easy money if you ask me uh but on to centers kenny as usual take the lead on who you uh who you liking i mean this is simple uh this is weird saying but this player has not had a triple double in the past seven days i don't know what's going on with the nba but i'm gonna have to go with Jokic for 11k I really do feel like this matchup against Brooklyn is something that you could basically pencil in 30, 15, 10 type of night out of Jokic if he actually gets 32 to 34 minutes. I I really don't see how something could go wrong if this game stays somewhat close for you to not have a potential 75, 80-point draft king night out of Jokic on the six-game slate. Going a little bit cheaper. This is a, can I can I still use an 8K player as a mentor? Go ahead, bro. All right, all right. I usually don't like breaking these type of rules, but if I'm talking about an 11K player, I'm going down to 8K. That's mid tier for me. All right. <laughs> um, but if I'm not running Smith, I, I gotta run Mr. Sangoon, man. For A3 going against a depleted Dallas team who's already have a depletion of um, height with Lively out. So if, um, you know, man, I can't even think of his name. Is Rashawn Holmes still in the rotation? So it's just going to be Dwight Powell and Rashawn Holmes? Uh, actually, um, Rashawn Holmes didn't play against the Clippers. I think it was Marquise Morris at center. 
there was Marquise Morris. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I just remember I saw him against Minnesota for one possession. They was all like, nope, nope, this is going to work. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like this will be a nice little spot, nice little double-double spot for him. Um, if I see the potential prop forward of a double-double, I'm probably going to play that for Shingun as well. Going a little bit cheap. Um, man, I, I don't even know if I can call this cheap. I'm, I'm, I'm really messing up this whole little price range. <laughs> I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go 4-7 um, and actually run um, Finley Smith. Um, I don't know why, but for some odd reason, he always finds 24 minutes and he always takes five three-pointer attempts. He he's basically like the second voice O'Neill of that team. He could get you rebound sometime, even though he don't have a high rebound rate. And for some odd reason, he could always have the potential to get you two or three socks. Um, I I want to play that in GPP. This would be more of a cash play if you need somebody in that four seven spot who also have power forward potential as well. And we'll get you 24 minutes, and you were like, you know, if I could just get 20 fantasy points out of him, I might be able to cash in a cash game. That's more of that. It's like a safety net play. I don't really have any crazy GPP plays on um, centers. How about yourself? I mean, I like that Dorian Finney-Smith pick. I'm gonna lie. The fact that you say he's the second worst on he'll makes so much sense because I know exactly what you're picturing. Uh, but I didn't go for uh, the Ser- I didn't go for the Serbian, but I did go for a Lithuanian and uh, Montes Sabonis at 9400. Uh, of course, with Nurkic being out, I think even with Nurkic there, I think Sabonis was going to have one of those games. And of course, you mentioned Jokic getting triple double. Well, I know Sabonis on his games where he does get a triple double, he gets you a good one. So I think if he, I mean, the last game he had a triple double was against Washington, and that was 68 DK fantasy points. So I'm hoping another performance like that at 9400. I think if I think he's very well can replicate it because he's going to be going against the likes of Drew Eubanks, uh, KWS Dobb, uh, and whoever it is. I mean, I don't think any of them will be able to stop Sabonis uh, from getting his averages. Uh, mid-tier-wise, I, I guess this is like lower budget mid-tier type area. Uh, I guess the middle area of that, essentially. And that's Onyeka Kongu at 5,500. Uh, this is just a guy who I continuously uh, really like. I mean, he's finally been continuously getting minutes, 30-plus minutes, even with Clint Capella playing. And in this matchup against Miami, I think Bam might be a bit too much for Clint Capella, but Anyaka Kongo might get that opportunity to really just match up against him. And in games where he gets around over 30 minutes, uh, minutes-wise, uh, I mean, he ends up getting around 25, sometimes even 30-plus DK fantasy points. Uh, so hopefully he can have that, another type of night like that at 5,500. I think that'd be really solid uh, price. Uh, and then going for a little another budget player, and uh, this one's probably gonna have a high ownership, I bet. I bet, and that's uh, Trace Jackson Davis. Of course, if you were sleeping for the past three days, then you would have missed uh, his performance against Boston. I mean, he had 10 points, 13 rebounds, three blocks, and I mean, he was he was definitely noticeable playing on that floor. Uh, of course, with Draymond Green going, uh, of course, being out due to his situation. Uh, Kovan Looney, Darius Sarge were the main, I guess, people who were predicted to have those type of games. But Trace Jackson Davis has been the one who has been having these types of performances. And, of course, it's usually been going against these mobile bigs. 
Uh, and even in that game against Portland, when he only had 18 minutes, he still got about 34 DK fancy points. And of course, a lot of that is due to the fact that he's playing with some great guards. Uh, of course, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, who have been, I guess, finding him in these situations and where he's just been able to just play some solid basketball and just do exactly what they need of him to do. And against Washington, where Daniel Gafford is going to be the center, I don't know if Kavon Looney is going to come back to form. Maybe Sarge is the guy. But at Trace Jackson at 4,600, uh, I, I do like him having another type of that night because he is much more mobile than the two. Uh, so hopefully at 4,600, he does have a performance like that once again. Uh, but that about wraps up our centers. Uh, I think we made some solid picks. Of course, I always love when Kenny goes for his 3,000 picks because those are always underrated. Uh, but overall, I think we're making some big cash for you guys as long as you listen to our picks. And if you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can find me at 2Nice at 0 underscore nice underscore. And Kenny, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me at OrangeDFS on Twitter. Always talking about all levels of basketball. We got NBL going on, NBA, EuroLeague, NCAA, Spanish ABA, all leagues, all top. Always down for it. Beautiful. Hope you guys enjoyed, uh, and we'll catch you all next week, and hopefully you guys win some big money. Goodbye.